0: Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Athletics for Life podcast. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be interviewing another alumni, uh, just adding to our alumni series. Uh, he's a former alumni of ISU, uh, Aldrich Aldrich Zychek. Did I say that right, Jeff?
1: Yeah, you said that perfectly, CD. Aldrich Perfect. Zicek, Uh Aldrich graduated last year. Uh, um, Interesting graduation in the whole pandemic here. Uh, so he was uh, online at the end. Uh, Aldrich is now in Czech. Uh, he's from the Czech Republic and uh, he's been in our uh, sports programs and been at the International School of Ulaanbaatar for several years. Um, so it's good to, to have a chat with him, how, how he's doing, um, and see just uh, how life is in Czech. Uh, he was very excited to go back last year. So, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to talk to him. I talked to him once at a tournament uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, he had gotten much, much better uh, over over the summer from the season before. And uh, he mentioned going to a camp or something in the Czech. Uh, so I'm just interested to talk to him and uh, a little bit about his drive and his motivation, uh, and see if that's now carried over.
1: Uh, yeah, and it's interesting to you. In the last for the last episodes in the alumni series, we had. Uh, students with a Mongolian background. Uh, and Aldrich is from Czech, so we can also uh, ask about that third culture uh, part of it. Uh, he's been overseas his whole life, almost uh, his whole life. So uh, that's kind of interesting too. So we're going over to uh, Aldrich. Hey,
2: Mr. <laughs> Cobbs.
1: Hey, Aldrich. How are you doing, buddy?
2: It's doing. It's it's all right. Just a lot of staying at home because there's quarantine still going on over here. So yeah what I are the why
0: they just stay stay in can't go anywhere or what
2: uh well we we can go somewhere like uh, all the shops and stuff are open but uh, anything anything under the let's say extra league which is like the top 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 level of like sports where you have sponsors and everything is uh is the only thing going on and almost not even that so uh, And i'm like in the first league team right so it's uh we we can't even go go to train and all that stuff because our costs aren't covered for the the testing and all that
0: okay Mm.
2: yeah like you have to get tested before every match it it, at least from what i heard from the other pro pro friend
1: Cool. Hey, Aldrich, it's good to see you again, man. It has been a while, huh?
2: Eh? <laughs> yeah, definitely,
1: <laughs> definitely. Hey, so we started a podcast, Aldrich. Uh, I think about seven, eight months ago. CD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And we have all in. We have interesting guests, and we uh, we just want to hear from them. Uh, so we have an alumni series where we interview alumni from. American school, international school, and uh, so now we have you on the podcast, so we did a great in- a great introduction uh, about you, uh, so can you tell us a little bit where you are right now, what you're doing, what you're studying, playing sports?
2: Yeah, all right, sure, yeah? uh, well, uh, what was the first one? It was what I do. <laughs> yeah,
1: so, where, uh, so where, where are you now, what are you studying, are you yeah, playing sports? Yeah. Just... Your daily life
2: right now. Okay. Uh, So right now I'm in Czech Republic, Prague to be specific, capital city. Uh, uh, It kind of started with, uh, I mean, the first few things that I did was very centered around volleyball. So uh, the first thing that happened was that I went to a volleyball Mm -hmm. camp. And then right after that, my friend hooked me up with, uh, with a team in Prague. So it was also convenient. And he told me that they used to be extra league. But uh, as soon uh, when I went there, they were like, oh, no, nah, we dropped out of there like two years ago. But it was fine, obviously, because, you know, I needed club experience. And so my daily life from uh, that point was very much uh, like there was a lot of volleyball. I had three trainings per week. Uh, including like one spa session that's on Tuesdays, but that wasn't allowed because there was still, still some restrictions or something. But yeah, so I had like uh, three trainings per week. Uh, I think that was uh, a very good period of uh, life because uh, right now it's I'm like two or three months in quarantine and I've basically missed out on like three months of training now in my season. And because I'm 18 years old, and the club is a juniors league club, then uh, you can't really like the. It's gonna be sketchy to try to stay there another year, right? Hmm. So, yeah, it's just the age cutoff. It's off just is, really bad. What? What, sir?
0: What is the age cutoff?
2: Is it the is age? It 18? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, it's uh, after you turn 19. That's when you okay. should be out of the. Mm. out of the club and trying to find a new one and yeah uh and in between I was also uh doing school which uh is in the Czech University of Life Sciences in Prague it's a it's I I never did biology but this is basically somewhat of a biology-centered school but uh, I sort of enjoy it still but I'm doing business administration there and so uh yeah there's a f- uh the first year is sort of like a filter let's say so it's a little harder but oh, okay. uh yeah but i think the ivy prepared me pretty well because whenever i um like gave in an essay and stuff they were like oh there's so much in it how did you write write that much i even like overwrote by a thousand words accidentally you so did old was- <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah wow so, good yeah but right now, my life is pretty much like uh, stay at home, do work, pretty much. Uh, other than that, I've been just trying to meet some of my classmates because I actually haven't got the chance to meet my classmates at all yet. Uh, oh, really? Besides like registration at the for, on, like one day, which is like th- three hours in uh, in the university. So, yeah. What
0: courses are you taking? What What kind of courses uh, do you have
2: this year? Okay, so the first semester, it was uh, normal maths. We got agricultural systems. Uh, there was English for business purposes. Um, uh, what else was there? It, there was also IT. That's It's sort of like uh, going around like Excel and all that stuff. So, you know, managing things in terms of like uh, using some t- technology to help you with it. Um, other than that, I think... that's about it but right now in the second semester we have uh math changed to mathematical methods for economics and then uh then we have agricultural systems too which is now based on like animals and like ecosystems sort of around those animals so ethology and all that stuff uh then english sort of upgraded more to a business oriented type of english we're actually supposed to watch a movie called the big short uh we our teacher is this guy from uh what's it philadelphia or something i'm not super sure i kind of i kind of forgot but if he sees this he's probably gonna be like oh come on man <laughs> but yeah well, hopefully he doesn't <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and so those are kind of my courses right now but math is definitely hard we just had our uh exam period um and yeah like i Everything went well, just math is a little, you know, it, it requires practice, let's say. So, so yeah,
1: Aldrich, do, you, do you think the IB prepared you well?
2: I'd say, I'd say, yeah. Uh, anything like it, it to me, it seemed really annoying at the time because I'm just sort of like not a super, uh, you know, hard work oriented person. Uh, so it was. It was mostly annoying, but like looking back at it, sometimes it's like, uh, it brought me, it gave me the chance to try acting. Uh, it gave me the chance to do sports as much as I can. Um, although that, although that I always could have been better, uh, then there's also, oof, uh, there's a lot of CCA activities also like helped a lot, at least to me personally. Uh, school-wise it definitely helped me be uh more organized when doing work so yeah definitely it definitely helped in in, in a lot of ways
0: was it uh, was it difficult to balance um kind of school and sports i know uh, a lot of times those things conflict um, mm-hmm. and so it, it can be hard to kind of balance those things it seems like you got a pretty good handle on it now just Yeah, you know, listening to you talk about your school and sports and stuff. But uh what about when you were in high school?
2: When I was in high school, oh god. Um yeah, it was I was uh really into sports. So uh well, I I like I really liked sports in general, so that I was so I was like in a football, basketball, and volleyball team, but volleyball was obviously my like favorite favorite. But uh yeah, so I was pretty sports-centered before I came to the school. Because I was also playing hockey and like floor hockey, but you know, in the middle of that, it was uh, I took dance classes for like breakdance. But that's besides. Um, but yeah, like it's really, I'd say it. It I'd say it more or less uh, definitely helped me with my academics because it it sort it was it was a very good motivator for me at least because I I could do anything just to be able to play. Like uh, for for example, right now I'm stuck in quarantine and I can't do anything to go train <laughs> right now. Okay, so it's it's just it bothers me so much. So I'm just stu- I'm sort of just stuck at home and I'm just sometimes meeting some people. And it's it's really annoying, but uh, yeah, like mm, I I I sort of had to learn to balance it a lot. Yeah, uh, right now in university though it's. Uh, it's much easier to balance it because, uh, you sort of don't have to <laughs> attend every class. So, uh, because some classes are actually canceled and they're pre recorded, at least with okay, the sure. online situation. Yeah. Yeah. And so that definitely helped because, uh, I usually had like trainings from, uh, six to like eight. So I would have school in the morning, do work in the afternoon and, uh, have sports, uh, at around like yeah six eight, so usually two hour sessions of just like training, which consisted of like uh, half an hour of just just physical training purely, you know frequency. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we did a lot of drills always after that. But yeah, in high school it was it was it was sort of hard. But sports was definitely a motivator, and uh, like athletics is generally very healthy for you, even mentally. I guess it, it helps take a lot of stuff out. I guess, okay. yeah.
1: Aldrich, so you ended up in Mongolia, and you were there for how long? How many years?
2: Five years. Yeah.
1: Five years. Can you uh, and you lived in multiple countries, right? Can you give us a little bit of a history on in which countries you lived and how you ended up there?
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so it pretty much started already from when I was born. Uh, I was. I was like two months old pretty much and we were and my parents were sent to israel and that was sort of around the time where it was a little sketchy to go there but you know the sketchier the place the sort of more money you get in a sense because they're trying to compensate for your, uh for your limitations i guess um there was actually i think a car a car exploded twice near the embassy or something it was pretty crazy but uh, I, I obviously couldn't remember anything of it because I was like super small. But yeah, maybe like fragments. But yeah, after Israel, we went to uh, Egypt, uh, Cairo to be specific. Uh, there it was, uh, it was a more, it was like this rectangular shaped uh, embassy complex or something, which was like a combination of the Czech and Slovakian embassy. So we had our own sort of area. There was like a pool and all. So there was, there was just a lot of Czech people. So, and we met like a lot of good people there, but that's kind of besides uh, after e- Egypt. Uh, oh yeah. In Egypt is where I started going into a, was the first time I started going into an English school. And I think this was a British school. And maybe before that I was going into like a sort of like an Irish kindergarten. But before that, Irish kindergarten, I was also in a normal uh, public uh, kindergarten uh, in Israel. And apparently I understood, uh, what's it? Wow. Hebrew? Or was it? Yeah. I I can't really.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 So apparently I understood the teacher and yeah, but that's, that's a funny story for another time. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, yeah, after Egypt, we flew to Australia. We were there for like, uh, two years, one year in Canberra and one year in Sydney, uh, in Canberra, I was in Monash, uh, public school or something. Can't really remember but uh, in Sydney, I was in Rose Bay Public School. Yeah. Uh, after Australia, we spent I think three and a half years in Czech Republic back home. But uh, going from Australia, where I had like two home two pieces of homework per like two weeks, uh, mm-hmm. we went to Czech Republic where we had uh, <laughs> like three homeworks per day. So it was that that was sort of like a hard. Uh, hard l for the first few weeks of school uh so i came here like at four in like fourth grade or something uh after those three and a half years i that's when we were sent to mongolia uh of course um and yeah that's that's how i ended up in mongolia Then then i spent five years in mongolia which was supposed to be originally four years but uh since i was in 11th grade they needed to extend the contract for me to you know finish uh finish high school which is definitely a good choice yeah yeah. <laughs> met a lot of great people yeah and now i'm uh half a year in the Czech republic maybe i'm not really sure i kind of lost track of time with the whole lockdown so <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: How does it feel being back in the Czech Republic after kind of living almost your whole life somewhere else? Does it feel like home? Does it feel, ah? Does it? How? I don't know. I've never been in that situation, so I'm just curious.
2: Yeah. Um. It's well. I know. I know a lot of my family because uh, we always went here for holidays. Uh, sure. Being here for like three and a half years definitely helped to make it feel more like home um but uh very often i kind of find myself uh like it's i I just know there's some there's a there's a difference between me and my czech friends because the the the, they there's like these mannerisms and stuff they do that uh, like i wouldn't necessarily consider doing it myself uh like either subconsciously or consciously but yeah like uh i feel at home in terms of like sort of like the place because i've always been here for holidays and um went here into my like holiday house which like which is right next to like my uncle and like most of the family and stuff so yeah like with, with my family i'm pretty close but uh <clears throat> like in general it's it's pretty hard uh it's a it's a little harder talking with them in, in some sense because uh they like when, once i say that you know i've traveled somewhere uh, they have this sort of thing like uh they 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 don't they don't dismiss you but it's just kind of like they put you they either put you on a pedestal or like think you're some like super super rich person or something like that and that's that's kind of like the, the everyone here is sort of like uh in a sense pessimistic but not really it's they like to complain about a lot of things let's say <laughs> yeah
1: Aldrich, did uh did uh so you're playing for a club team now right when you came to check yeah. did that did that help with uh it, with coming back to check and you know making new friends oh, and so connecting? much
2: yeah yeah like it made it made me feel like i'm finally sort of uh between people that i would have normally been with i'm i'm not saying that uh i regret anything before that i most definitely don't but it's uh, it was nice sort of getting to know my own country better and uh how of so, how friends work i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah it, it's uh they kind of thought uh I was some, yeah, They like, uh, I definitely refrained from te- telling like the whole, uh, traveling story before, uh, they asked me it, but, uh, eventually I had to come out because it's sort of a thing that's just part of me. So I had to say it, um, uh, yeah, but it, it definitely helped. And, uh, it definitely like helped me, you know, get into like the atmosphere of both being in Czech Republic and. Actually, being in a in a club, which is actually a really really nice experience, but yeah, I, I got yelled at quite often by my coach, but uh, I'm sure he like it, he obviously means it for the better. Yeah,
1: let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, of course.
2: Do
0: you uh, do you think you'll continue playing volleyball after you as you age and get older and have to find a new team? Is that something you'll stick with?
2: Yeah, I definitely think so. Uh, that I I think volleyball is going to be very very much part of my life from since like I guess three years ago, uh, or four was it? I, I can't remember. Um, yeah, it's uh it's definitely something I'll continue because I've also made a lot of friends with it. Uh, a lot of very often uh, uh like for example uh just lately uh you. We were in. I was in Abu Dhabi to visit my parents uh, because uh, that's where that's where, where their next post is. So uh, there was like this uh, little Czech bar or restaurant somewhere somewhere out of uh, Abu Dhabi. I can't necessarily remember the place, but I met a lot of uh, other Czech people and like some also some um, other English speaking people. There was actually this one guy that was uh, that played volleyball for his university team in Edinburgh. And uh, he was a setter, so that was just perfect for me. So we just kept playing beach volleyball uh, the whole time, and like I, I just meet I just meet people through volleyball as well. So it's it's really beneficial for me as well. Yeah, yeah Aldridge, um, it's
1: been uh, sorry Aldrich, it's been it's been great to see you grow, and volleyball is just it's all volleyball with you now. And uh, I remember <laughs> in grade ten, Mr. CD, so uh, Aldrich and, uh, and Darian. Showed up at uh, at volleyball tryouts and uh, you uh, know the progress these boys made over the over the years. Uh, and I can definitely say that the highlight was your last tournament in Nanjing, right? Uh, there was a t- can you talk a little bit about that first tryout, the first few weeks when you started, and how you progressed through the through those three years?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, well, I remember. Uh it sort of start. It it, it sort of started with Darren getting getting me into it because he was like a he was like a new person and I like making friends, right? So uh, it's uh, he was like, I'm I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go join the volleyball team. I was like, really? Oh, um, you know I guess I, you know I guess I'll, I guess I'll try it as well. So I tried out, uh, made the team and all, but I was still really short. And uh, Copes very much remembers I was, like, super skinny, too. So there there was, like, also, like, a a few insecurities with that. But, you know, that developed and all that. But uh, I was also growing uh, from that point. I I feel like uh, once I got into volleyball, which is, like, a very height-oriented sport because, you know, you need to block and all that stuff, uh, you it i guess it sort of clicked in me and uh, puberty started started to be like yo you are you need to grow okay so it's um so volleyball first season went by i think we were in blue we were blue division and the first uh first time and it was also the first time i traveled which was in beijing yeah. or where was it
1: yeah i think you were yeah. there city actually yeah yeah, it was in yeah. Beijing. oh
2: yeah oh yeah yeah um and yeah, that that was uh, that was a good experience. But I remember being some somewhat of like a libero uh, defense specialist. Although I was I was horrible at the time, let's say. <laughs> but that's that's being relative to what I am right now. Um. Anyways, uh, that after that, like during the summer, I started going a lot, and in the next season, I actually started to be more front row and started to actually, uh be sort of like a blocker. I I, th- I think I started, I had like 177 at the time. I had like this massive growth spurt. And I, I actually, to this day, I actually have uh, actual stretch marks on my back. Like I, I can't, I can't go without a t-shirt somewhere without my mom saying <laughs> you need to do something about those stretch marks. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> so I can't so like, I get that. There's like some things that you can do for it, but it's, it's, too much of a nuisance but um i guess i should take care of it but yeah uh yeah so then i started like going very much more into the front row so i went from libero straight up to like sort of like a blocker at the time and uh i got to play more and that sort of also uh got me to uh research about volleyball uh, a lot as well yeah. uh youtube was a good uh, mechanical coach let's say uh, it it likes I, I I like to use it pr- pretty often even now even though I have a uh, coach in the club but uh, yeah after that uh, we were in uh, and that year I think we actually got sixth place so that was actually yeah. that was with uh, Eli and Aryavata. Uh, the act the alchemistmist itself was nice because obviously traveling is really nice especially with friends the atmosphere is completely different to when you meet in school uh compared to uh how you are on like alchemistmist trips and yeah like i i i made a lot of, actually akamas also helped me make a lot of friends too so yeah it because people just acted a little different out of school which is uh which was interesting let's say but definitely, definitely helped, uh, strengthen bonds. Let's say, uh, after that heartbreaking loss, uh, I went to, uh, I think I went to over to basketball. Uh, I think that year was when we were going to Macau, was it? Yeah. 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 That was, uh, when I was in 11th grade, I think, um, Oh, I forgot to mention. Tenth grade, for when we were in blue division volleyball, uh, I also was in football that year, which was yes. something around the lines of a uh, bronze medal or something. But uh, it's it's football. It's uh, not not something I really necessarily did that much. But it's still a good sport. Obviously, I love sports. Um, in like in so yeah. After in eleventh grade, after uh, that horrifying defeat. Uh, we were in uh, basketball in Macau, and oh my god, Macau was great! Like it was really nice. There was uh, there was like this uh, there was like this small called Venetian. It was super nice, but nevertheless, we actually the team actually worked really hard, and because uh, like the team really 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 worked hard because it was also like uh, Eli's and Arjun like last year, so. sort of wanted to make the best out of it and i think we ended up getting third place or something like that yes yeah yeah and that was really nice to see it even though i even though i was uh uh i was more more or less trying to fill fill roles while some while some people were more tired then i I definitely enjoyed playing and even even being on the bench you know because it's it's good to see your team winning a lot because I'm very much for it, because you know you, got, you, start, you have to realize that you're that there's a time and place for things. and uh, I, you have to know that there's people better than you as well. And that's especially with me in this uh, new club, uh, I have to settle in because most of these people have to, I have been here in like for like three four, three years, or two years at least. And they've been going around like, uh, summer camps and all that volleyball stuff since, maybe, uh, for like already, let's say nine years of their life. Like most of them are super experienced. So it was, I'm still, I still have to like, you know, blend in, but yeah, uh, basketball basketball was definitely a really nice experience as well. And then after, then during that, that was when. I think most of the balancing issues were playing a role because uh, I was already DP1 and uh, on the verge of like DP2. So I had to like get my stuff together, especially during summer break or what was it? Yeah. yeah. So uh, I did that ha- worked hard and i thankfully uh just by a hair though got yes. got to play in the nanjing tournament One hair, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i was so grateful for it because it was something i was so looking forward to because during the year uh people like liam and uh uh people like liam came into the school and jack was really getting into volleyball as well and he was growing too and he was also a really good spiker. Uh, and me, SETI, uh, Darian, we were already just going into like in, into our grind uh, since uh, since like the finish of basketball season, I think, yeah. or already from the heartbreaking <laughs> defeat because we were like, oh yeah, we need to improve our volleyball skills. So yeah, we played a lot of like uh, lunch break volleyball, which was always great to great to do, and it improved skills as well. Um, yeah, uh, it, the, it's, it really paid off. Like the team, uh, that year was sort of like Frankenstein's monster. Like it, it was, <laughs> it was so good in so many ways individually, but, uh, and the only thing that may have limited us, like, cause, uh, clubs, they get trained, as I said, I had three trainings a week, so, uh, it's a lot of team bonding in the meantime as well. And you like to do a lot of stuff around that in, including like team stuff. And, uh, yeah, it was sort of, we were very, all of us were individually really good. Let's say that, that's what I'm saying. Like the Frankenstein's monster. But, uh, I remember that's it. I remember the Nanjing volleyball coach, uh, being like a semi-pro volleyball coach or something. So that was, that was interesting to hear at the first time. Because I was like, oh my God, they're probably gonna have like these other tactics that we haven't heard of yet. And yeah. Um that whole tournament was was such a ride. Like for it it had such a big big down, and then we suddenly went like all the way up. And it, it started with like losing every single game because we were still trying to figure out the whole like team, but um that wasn't that around also uh Co- like it was corona lockdown was sort of like threatening the stuff at the moment no
1: not yet oldridge that was in january this tournament was in november
2: oh so okay, was just okay before that yeah it
1: was just before mm-hmm. that.
2: yeah because i remember there was like uh less trainings before the Akamas, uh before the actual Akamas. so i can't really remember but yeah no, you know
1: you had less trainings because you had to do some uh, catching up like, oh right yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I> had, <laughs> much less um yeah and so we we started we were when we went there we were sort of like uh yeah we're gonna try our best because we we all like the whole team really liked volleyball and everyone was individually good we went into it and we lost our first game which was which was actually pretty close in some sense but it was still like we knew we were very uh we still didn't really have it figured out because we haven't played as many matches as well yeah. which is what other teams do uh endlessly like club teams of course and uh during the time uh that we were losing we kept on trying to like improve each other and we always uh, told each other a lot of things
1: you you guys lost the uh you lost your message and then they, you had the the, the semi the quarterfinals the one against four the playoffs remember and you won against yeah. against Shenzhen. Yeah. You ended up in the in the final against Nanjing. Uh, we just oh. had we just had Mr. Danny Clark, the coach, on our podcast a few weeks ago, uh, and he actually really? talked about this uh, this final.
2: <laughs> Can oh, you talk God. about
1: this final a little bit to wrap this uh, experience up.
2: Yeah. Uh, so um, to wrap it up. Uh... After, after we got really into our flow and like the team going, uh, it started really like blasting off. And suddenly we started winning all against all the teams. So uh, by the time of the final, we eliminated all the teams that were against us after that. And so after that, we sort of had the entire gym against us. Really, because they were like, oh, yeah, they were losing the whole time. And suddenly in they're in the finals because they, we, we just got eliminated by them. I don't, yeah, but in, yeah, the final was, uh, was really hard. Uh, their team was very composed, let's say, and our team was not, uh, although we, we were a very, uh, individual oriented team. We had very good spikers blockers, uh, even, even the receives were good, but, uh, setting was also great. Seti was, uh, doing great plays. Cosmo was uh, doing great plays as well. Although, you know, we preferred Teddy because uh, he had more experience, so it was a final. So we had to put our car- our whole deck, uh, car- deck of cards out, let's say. But I think before that final, there was this uh, one coach, I can't remember the name, but I definitely remember the face. He came up to us and he was like, you guys have so much attacking power. You know, and he just told us to basically just smash the ball, pretty much, on, almost no matter what, because it's gonna work eventually. And I, and at the time, I was a, uh, well, s- still sort of am. I'm sort of like a, uh, I like to break through blocks or just kind of, you know, snipe snipe the smallest gap that they had there very often, which was super satisfying. Um, and yeah, like uh, then we had Darian. He had a cannon of a spike that was even recorded by the enemy teams, like girls' team, which is which was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, we li- we like to rewatch that a lot because it's uh, <laughs> he just he just it's just a clear spike onto the ground, like no one could stop it. It was so good, but that's when the that's when the set feels right. That's it was amazing. But yeah, during the final. Uh, we were trying to with that coach really motivated us too because he was like he sort of you know uh built on like the strength that we had well made us realize that it's really there compared to the other teams and uh yeah we definitely tried to listen to him uh it was really nice hearing that and uh, as soon as we got into the match it was it was pretty stressing, but I remember I kept I kept my cool with. Uh, uh, I remember these uh, breathing exercises or something like that, and uh, you could always just kind of see me just kind of focusing with the ball in front, or <laughs> you know, and <laughs> you was, got a ball just ball there. A right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is actually the the Czech uh, Czech League volleyball from Gala or something. Yeah. It's probably reversed at the moment, but uh, that you can is, still that do it. The league ball, of course. I think
1: Aldrich. It was the uh, the coach of the Hong Kong Academy School. Uh, I remember that he Maybe, was talking yeah. about you. Today. yeah, he was. Yeah, at, uh, was it was it was an interesting final uh, being in Nanjing. Uh, I yeah. think Aldrich, us being it's it's also difficult when you're a very small school. Um, you have a small exactly. talent pool. Uh, And they have a massive talent pool. And they've been together for years. And to give Mr. Danny Clark all the props, uh, ex-professional player for Scotland. uh, Yeah, that was difficult to play against. But uh, yeah, it was a highlight. Orange Division, man. Yeah, great.
2: Yeah. Like the first set, it was, uh, I think we lost it, but it was by a hair. Uh, No, actually, we won the first set, uh, lost the second, and then we went into the third. And that's where it really started to break down. uh, Because... uh, as i said they were very composed and we were not much and uh yeah it was it was definitely a heartbreaking defeat after but i remember going through the recordings and it was sort of disappointing hearing uh people we were friends with like schools we were friends with they're like yeah spike on to him like against <laughs> us and i was like dude come on we were we were literally chill before this. So why, why do you have to like turn your backs on us on the final? Like the whole gym was against us. Like the, hearing the chants for the Nanjing against the chance for ISU. It was, it was so different. And it, I think that was the only thing that really bothered me at that point. Like I wish we had our home crowd there or something like that for mm-hmm. sure. Because that definitely would have helped with the morale. But uh, Cosmo and Angelo, they were they were big motivators. Uh, Liam was, uh, Liam was very uh, skillful, so he helped the the rest of the team as well. Uh, Darren, he had his crazy spikes. Um, yeah, and it's it really there was like this uh, point where uh, sort of the whole team started to get super hype after points, and that's really what what helped it. And Cosmo really liked to bring that up very often in every match, which was a really good thing. So, yeah, I remember Angelo's spiking form being really funky. Is it's This is connecting to what we were talking about. Uh, it was super funky, but it somehow just scored. And we just thought that was, like, the most amazing thing ever, you know? So it, he was definitely a motivator that year as well. It, it was nice to see. But, yeah, it was a heartbreaking That's defeat. Awesome. I remember the last uh, ball. He, uh, Jack. Uh, it was uh, Jack was receiving a pretty hard driven spike, or was it a serve? I'm not super sure. I think it was a spike though, and it sort of uh, touched the block and uh, kind of deflected to him. And Jack was sort of there, and he he was uh, like holding on to it, right? Yeah. And he sort of like stepped back to try to receive it, but, uh, it accidentally, I think it hit his knuckle or something because then it ricocheted all the way to the other, other side. And he, I just remember like looking back to him and saying, Oh my God, man, this didn't, the, the, it, it looked so, it looked, so, I was, so, I felt so bad for him because I really, I really hoped he doesn't feel like it was his fault because it's, you know, it, it, it was just a really, it was just a really sad look. He just kind of like realized he was like standing there on, on the court. But yeah, it was, yeah. Jack, it was never your fault, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know it felt like that maybe that day, but it really wasn't. man. Uh, but yeah. Uh,
0: one yeah. question just to, uh, to kind of uh, see us off. Um, what advice would you give to maybe younger athletes who are are thinking about trying a sport? Um, maybe they've got a, some friends that are going out for a sports similar to a position that you were in when you were in mm-hmm. you know, year nine, year 10, what, what advice would you give to them?
2: I think my advice would be to sure, shir- surely join any sports team you can, uh, you don't get those opportunities very often. And especially later in life, you can't just start with sports out of, uh, out of, out of the blue, Well, you can, but uh, you might not be so satisfied with it as, uh, as compared to maybe uh, starting like four years ago, because very often, even I wish I started playing volleyball like way before, but, you know, given the circumstances, I sort of couldn't because (laughs) I was really short too but uh i think one tip would be uh in terms of like individual skill in like volleyball at least um don't focus on being a position please focus on being a volleyball player overall so we've got a uh,
1: a nice quote over here guys (laughs) yeah
2: yeah there you go uh, (laughs) Uh, and that's very much along the lines of like, don't neglect something just because it does not really regard your position that much. Volleyball Mm -hmm. is such a, uh, sport where you have to adapt during the game. So you're going to be receiving those balls that the libero should have picked up no matter what. And yeah, uh, definitely learn how to dive. That was very helpful, (laughs) uh, especially with, uh. The level of playing being so fast, you know, playing games in the in the club during trainings, it was it was much faster, and yeah, had to adjust to it. So yeah, focus on being a good overall volleyball player, and uh, a lot a lot to it is also the motivation you have. Uh, as long as uh, as well as you know, keeping the motivation of the team up, for sure.
1: Also, do you think your uh, that your ISU academical career would it have been as good without volleyball or sports?
2: Or, well, I say uh, for me, I'm a person that likes to focus on an like individual things. Uh, so if I have never met sport, which is quite impossible, then I would have probably been a very uh, a, like education focused person, but you know sports is sports is always around you so it's kind of like yeah you it, it, I, because I, i'm a very since i very fo- like to focus on either a lot of things at the same time or one thing a lot then it's uh how do i summarize this it's this so complicated this is like explaining <laughs> like my mindset it's
1: uh yeah that's don't don't try eldridge it's, it's difficult i tried it for a few <laughs> years to uh, get your mindset you know Aldrich, I will summarize it for you. It was very interesting to see you grow and you found something that you're very passionate about and you, you use that as a as a tool to succeed in other things in life. And I've hmm. seen that because volleyball was so important to you that you came in Saturday mornings, did everything uh, extra after school. Remember, I'm calling you in the morning Saturday. Where are you, Aldrich? You got to show up to yeah. do your academic work. So you took something and you connected it. Uh, that's uh, that was great to see. Yeah, was great.
2: it helped me balance stuff in my head for sure.
1: Awesome. Hey, um, Aldrich, uh, we're gonna end, end the podcast. I'm very sorry. We can talk for you for hours, so we might do a oh, follow yeah. up uh, CD. So it's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry um, if I was
2: maybe talking too much or something. No, that's, no, no, no. We can always cut form. Things,
1: Aldrich. worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. No, but it's 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 good for us. We have more more content, so we're we're, we're very happy uh, that you were here today, Aldrich, uh, sharing your story. Uh, you shared some great some great quotes, which I I'm gonna add uh, to the podcast. Um, thank you so much for being here. Great. Yeah,
2: thank you. So. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, and thank you to Mr. Johnson as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Nice yeah. Stay safe, Ulrich. uh stay healthy and uh send us some pictures uh once volleyball gets back in on, on track, okay?
2: Yeah. I still yeah, have definitely still
1: owe me some pictures. So. <laughs>
2: yeah. That I don't yeah, I have to get those pictures for sure. And I will. Uh did you guys have the podcast with Darian uh, actually already or very
1: soon with Darian and kayla
2: So they will be on it very soon. Oh, yeah. like a joint stream, right? Okay. Yeah, yes, yes. Right. Okay yeah well thank you so much
1: thank you thank you for being here enjoy the rest of your day please say hi to your parents and your sister ellie i hope they're doing well and uh, we'll stay in touch
2: yeah definitely all right thank you buddy thank you cheers bye bye
1: okay that was our interview with aldrich Zajcek from proc check um it was great to have aldrich on the podcast i haven't seen him in a in a while um, so it was great to check, uh, check up with him, how he's doing. Yeah, it was
0: really good interview. Um, he was really easy to talk to, uh, and just, uh, rehashing all, the uh, you know, his memories of volleyball and, you know, it's interesting sports does that. You can remember such individual moments like clear as day. Um, yeah. and so it's always interesting to talk to people that uh, have those memories.
1: It's funny. It all comes back. Eh? That moment, yeah. he was like reliving it. <laughs> yeah, it's right. great. Yeah, uh, he had some great stuff to say. And, and the most impressive thing about Aldrich is uh, he's always been himself. Uh, I really respect that in him. He's uh, he's very uh, kind. Uh, you know, he talks to us very kind in a very mm-hmm. you know good way. Um, And he just took volleyball, and he made that a a way of improving the rest of his life and balancing it out. Uh, I remember he he struggled in grade 10, and he got better at it. Uh, So it also takes time uh, to get better at that. So uh, that was great to hear.
0: Yeah, yeah. He even mentioned, you know, just kind of knowing that everything has a time and place. You know, some people struggle when they were maybe one of the best at their school, and then they go on to the next level. and. You know they're they're supposed to be the best, but they're not the best anymore. They're the low man on yeah. the totem pole, and so just having that understanding that you know it takes time to settle in and and find the where you belong uh, is really important for athletes.
1: Yeah, it is, and especially what he's saying about the memories, because he talked about making friends. Uh, at all the events, the trips, um, you know, uh, he was always a a, a a character. I remember him in grade 10 uh, dancing at the end at the at the banquet, right? And nobody mm-hmm. wants to dance and all does his break dance. He was a very good motivator to uh, a great kid to take on a trip. Uh, you should see that, you know, too, that when we take kids on a trip, you want to trust them 100%. Yeah. And Aldrich is one of those guys uh, I, can, I can just trust 100% uh yeah so it's great to, to uh, have a good chat with him
0: yeah definitely great interview
1: so we're gonna wrap it up episode 15 um, Episode
0: 15 if you liked it uh make sure you hit like and subscribe down below uh, and leave us a comment
1: yeah bye-bye
0: see ya